1380 KCIM Sports presents KCIM Sports Rewind. A look back at the week in high school sports. Brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Here's sports director Jeff Blankman, John Ryan, and Jeff Honnold. Welcome back, KCIM Sports Rewind. It's John, Jeff with you here this morning. And I tell you what, last week, I don't know what happened. What, would you guys not play anything yesterday, last week? Uh, no, hardly anything. Uh, almost every day. But it was sunny in 85 every day. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you guys can't seem to get these games in when it's sunny in 85. It was sunny in almost 85 on Monday and then nowhere near that the rest of the week. Maybe where you were yeah, at. Where I was at, it was sunny in 85 and perfect. Perfect weather for all of us. I will say when I walked in Monday morning, folks, I walked into the office in the studio and I was like, who's the guy in here? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's just a tanned John Ryan. Tanned, rested, <laughs> and ready, folks. That's what I am. Uh, but I did tell you, actually, after about three or four days of, of yeah. sun and fun and all that, I said, I was ready to come back. Yeah. I was ready to go just go do something. And you can only sit on a beach for so long or sit by in the pool and things like that. I mean, I gave it my best shot, but, you know, three four days was good enough. Too dedicated to this place, folks. He was. He That's couldn't me. wait to get back. That's me, Mr. <laughs> Dedication, Mr. Right Here Every Day. <laughs> it is Sports Rewind, of course, brought to you by uh, St. Anthony Sports Performance Program, and they've got a great workout program. If you're, again, an athlete of junior high age, high school, college, or even an adult, call 794-5241. They'll get to get the best out of you preseason, in-season, or off-season, so give those guys a call. Now, been, like I said, tough to get sports in, but uh, track especially. I mean, who's taking the worst of this? I would say track. You look at the Carroll Tigers alone with their meet being post her canceled Monday over at Greene County. They've had seven meets this year, six of them canceled. Wow. Yeah. Um, so track, we've hardly had anything. I was talking with Tyler Bruner on Monday afternoon. I've been to two track meets this year. Usually I'm to two track meets in a week, and I'd mm -hmm. be into maybe seven or eight by this time of the year. I've been to two track meets this year. I haven't seen soccer until Monday night was the first time I got a chance to see any soccer. So, um, yeah, everything. I'm surprised even how much soccer's been affected because usually they play through about anything. They've been wiping things off the docket this year, too. I was going to say, you said golf and soccer are the sports that will play no matter what. Yeah. And even they ever no, we're just we're just not even gonna try. Yeah, hard to do golf when it's snow on the ground. <laughs> no kidding. That that makes it a little bit more difficult, even if your game is a little handicapped like mine is anyway. So. Yes. Uh, we have got a couple special interviews coming we up. Do. Tell us who's on the way. We're gonna be talking with Parker Bating, of course, the uh, former Kemper Knight, uh, wrapping up his career earlier this year at Nebraska Kearney for basketball, and Peyton Gross, the former IK Manning star, still playing softball at BV. Their season, of course, not over yet, uh, but she's wrapping up her senior season. Not gonna be back in the future so uh, we're catching up with both of those coming up yet here today on the show all right we are going to do that coming up in just a few more minutes so stay right here it's kcim sports rewind from your first sunrise to the sunset of life we are with you through life's journey social security securing today and tomorrow visit socialsecurity.gov produce Welcome back here on KCIM Sports Rewind. Jeff Blankman joined here today by a very special guest, former Kemper Knight, current Kearney, Nebraska basketball player, Parker Bading. Parker, great to see you, man. Uh, how's life been treating you? Uh, 
first off, good to see you, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Uh, life's been treating pretty good lately. I uh, was able to wrap up my final season out in Kearney playing for the Lopers. Uh, overall, really enjoyed my career out there and just been enjoying so far my last few weeks of college and just kind of soaking it up. Uh, was just really happy to see the way the season ended for us out, uh, out in Kearney and my career, how it finished up. It was kind of all bittersweet. So just kind of prepping for these last few weeks and then just getting ready to head back home before I move on to better things. So You brought it up. I, I didn't know mm -hmm. if you wanted to talk about it. Two yeah. years of eligibility remaining, yeah. but you're graduating, so mm -hmm. you're moving on, and yeah. you're heading into, well, I don't want to call it the real world, but yeah. the business world you're going to be working here in the future. So mm -hmm. how tough of a decision was that for a guy who's played a ton of basketball in his life, who loves the game as much as you do, to mm -hmm. say, even though I've got eligibility remaining, I'm stepping away? Yeah, it definitely was not an easy decision. Um a lot of talking with my family members and people, family and friends, and just kind of figuring out what was best for me, what I wanted, and ultimately that decision was to just, uh, I loved my four years that I had out in Kearney, but at the end of the day, I just thought it was, I, I was ready to move on and ready to, kind of like you said, head out into the real world and just do other things outside of basketball. While I'll still be involved with basketball, just I was ready after that. I think my career had come to an end, so ready to see what the next chapter holds. So, How much did the success of this season kind of help you decide that now was the right time to step away? Yeah, I think it uh, helped a little bit. Um, the season started out uh, – kind of not what I was expecting, but kind of transcended into something better that was for me, and we kind of, I, I saw my play increase a little bit better. I was playing a lot better, and I think that played a factor just kind of going out on a high note, so that's kind of how that played out. How did things change for you this season? What happened, do you think, that turned the season? You said didn't start the way you wanted it mm -hmm. to, but certainly ended on a high note. Yeah, just uh, staying at it every single day and coming to practice um, with that same mindset as if you're going to play the next day because you never know when your name will be called. So just um, staying confident in my ability and then having a positive attitude every day at practice, Just I think that kind of started it off. And then from there, just building that confidence when I would get into the game, um, just building on that and having my coach trust me more helped it more and more and that's kind of how it transcended into me how I finish at the end of the year playing don't, a lot more don't want to kind of put pressure on you here but you're a young mm -hmm. guy that had tremendous success all the way through your high school career mm -hmm. how difficult was it for you to go to college and not see mm -hmm. the same kind of time not have the same success but stay confident in your ability continue to work and what message mm -hmm. can you maybe give to younger kids mm -hmm. who play a lot of off-season basketball who feel like they need to be playing more on their high school team than or junior high team than what they are and how do they battle through it like yeah. you did yeah, I'd be I'd be lying if I sat here and said that I was cheery and happy the whole time mm -hmm. because there are uh, when you go from high school to college there are going to be ups and downs and it's it's yep. all about how you're able to get back up when you're knocked down because you're it's not not very likely that you're going to go from high school to college and be the exact same player that you were and I experienced that to the highest degree just uh, after my freshman year I played what I thought was pretty good minutes for a freshman and then my uh, sophomore and junior year my minutes were really down and that was kind of hard for me to grasp and kind of hard to keep my uh, my spirits up when you're kind of going through something like that but like I said before just uh, knowing being confident in my ability was probably the hardest thing going through that time because you can your mind can play a lot of tricks on you when you go through a, a two-year period where you're not getting mm -hmm. the minutes like that you're used to and it will kind of your mind will play tricks on you and tell you things like uh, maybe basketball isn't for me maybe I'm not as good as I thought and it's just staying confident in your ability and always knowing uh, what what you can do and what you can accomplish and 
working constantly working on your game it was a constant grind for me I knew what my what I was capable of and then just that summer before my senior year this past summer was huge for me going in I knew what I wanted to accomplish I knew what I was capable of and that there was uh, spots open for me to make a difference for our team and I just think that was the biggest thing and then when I got uh, to school in the fall just kind of blended that from the summer into the fall and then into the school year and into the season and it kind of just unfolded to what it was what did you work on last summer that you mm -hmm. think helped you man that game against uh, central missouri uh, mm -hmm. back in january was just amazing yeah a uh, lot of uh this summer i worked out with a couple guys in ankeny i was living in ankeny this past summer and i did a lot of ball handling with them and spot up shooting and we played a lot of open gym open gyms with uh, other college basketball players so a lot of kids in the nsic conference like up in minnesota north dakota south dakota i played a lot of open gyms with them and just get Getting that extra competition against guys in Division Two um, helped me a lot because it, when I was playing against them, I was uh, playing pretty good and playing to my abilities that I was confident in, and it kind of just helped my confidence going into the school year and pretty much unfolded into that. So, take us through that Central Missouri game. Would you mm -hmm. have seven, eight three pointers that yeah, night and seven stuff? Threes. Seven threes, mm -hmm. uh, probably the game of your career at mm -hmm. the college level. So, yeah. how did that game unfold for you? Oh, well, I certainly didn't see it coming. Um, I, I think I had been getting a little bit more minutes from the games previous to that, and then it, w it was kind of the same thing. I got put in in that game, and we were down. We were down probably 9 to 10 points when I got put in, and I saw the first one go in, and when you see the first one go in, that's always a good thing for a shooter. And then I think the next two went in pretty easily, so I was just getting confident with that. And I think it was like I came in at like the 8 or 10-minute mark, and by the end of the half I had already had like four or five threes. So when you get hot, it feels good, and it's just you, you don't really know when it's coming. So that's just the biggest thing is just staying confident in your abilities because like I, I didn't know I was going to go out and have a really good game that game. So um, um, it kind of just unfolded into that, and it, yeah, that, not really much to say past that. When you get hot, you get hot. So, how did you stay hot though? Because some guys, if mm -hmm. you check out or end of a quarter or something like that, end of the half, yeah. you maybe lose that shooting touch. Didn't sound like that happened to you that night. Yeah, we kind of went into halftime, and my coach was just pretty much saying, "Well, we need other people to step up because uh, he's not going to be able to do that the whole game because it's not very often you're going to see people make four to five threes every every half every game. So, just staying confident out of halftime and coming into the second half and trying to uh, do the same thing so your career where did you feel like you got better as a basketball player and how different of a player are you today that you think than when you went to Nebraska Kearney four years ago mm -hmm. I'd say I'm a lot different player by I understand the game from a different different aspect of the guy I was in high school to where I was uh, a starter get playing a lot of minutes and then uh, I just say that really hit me a lot my junior year because uh, coming back from my sophomore year into my junior year, I was expecting to play a lot more than I did, to whereas in my junior year I didn't really play hardly at all. And I think that really, really changed my perspective on basketball and made me see it from a different light because when you have a whole year to pretty much sit on the bench like I did, you uh, understand you, you don't really take things for granted. You work harder every single day. You stay at the gym for 10 minutes longer every single day because you don't want to go back to what that was. So I think that's just how I changed as a basketball player in my four-year career. Minus probably Central Missouri game, which is probably your favorite game mm -hmm. of your career. What mm -hmm. other games stand out for you that you really enjoyed playing? 
Yeah, I really, um, I didn't have the greatest game, but our second to last game of the year this year, we played Northwest Missouri State, mm-hmm. and they obviously went on to win the national championship, yep. and uh, their point guard was the national player of the year, and we, I guarded him, and he guarded me for the whole game, and uh, I think that game was really fun because we took them all the way down to the last minute. We were down by four with like a minute and a half left and ended up losing by like eight or nine, but... I think that game really stands out to me just because I got to guard the best player in Division mm-hmm. Two the past three years, and he was guarding me, and it was a really good challenge for me. So I really like that game. They're a really fun team to play against just because how how good they are, and obviously they're, they've won the national championship three out of my four years at in school. So just playing against the national champions is always really fun and memorable. So Your defensive ability, do you think that's underrated? Do you think people don't notice that as much? Because I was done in high school, you were a really good defensive player mm-hmm. as well. Coming into college, definitely I had to work a lot on defense and my coach at UNK is definitely a defended, defensive-minded coach and kind of as the season transpired, I, was, I found myself getting more confident even on the offensive end and the defensive end. I felt myself getting more confident in my abilities to guard the other team's best player the other team's best shooter um my coach really liked how uh how good I was how good my shape was so I would always be able to run around on shooters and kind of guard them how they guard me so that was kind of my role on the defensive end and then kind of the last few games of the year that he was sticking me on their better players like when I was guarding the guy for Northwest Missouri State so I got a lot more confident on the defensive end which was something I really liked about my college career as well Favorite road trips or place that you played, uh, minus your home stadium. Um, where did yeah. you enjoy going on the road? Was it uh-huh. N- Northwest Missouri State or some other arena? Yeah, I really like playing at Northwest Missouri State. They're really fun because just because they pack out their arena for almost every game, being the number one team in the country pretty much every game. It's really fun. But uh, we play in some really cool arenas in the MIA. We go there's a arena in Fort Hayes, Kansas, where they have a big old arena that we like. I like to play in. That was really fun. And then um, I didn't get to play at Redshirt in my sophomore year, but at our conference tournament, we go down to Kansas City and play in the Municipal Auditorium down in Kansas City, and that's a really cool auditorium to play in. But I, unfortunately, I didn't get to play. But I got <laughs> to go there. That was really cool to go there. So, yeah, overall, we played in a lot of cool uh, gyms in our conference. So it was really cool to play in those places. Future for you with basketball, how, you did, how do you plan to try and stay involved? Uh-huh. I'm definitely going to try to stay involved in basketball. Uh, Coming – out of out of college, uh, I will. I'll probably take a little break from it just to see what I want to do and gather my thoughts on what I want to do. But I want to stay involved. Uh, I could definitely see coaching being in the future, whether that's for AAU programs around here or if, whether if it's uh, like one-on-one coaching, doing skill skill work with kids. I really like to work with uh, some kids one-on-one. But. Um, yeah, I definitely see coaching in the future. I can't really say where for sure, but uh, I would definitely like to get into coaching to stay close to basketball. Do you want to talk about the future? What is the future of Parker Baiting? Where are you headed after school, and what are you doing? Yep, so uh, I accepted a job over Christmas break for a construction company. I graduated in construction management. I'll be graduating here in four weeks, get my degree from UNK, and I will be a project engineer for a company headquartered out of Minneapolis, but they have an office in Des Moines, and I will be working there. So I'll be in the Des Moines area hopefully get involved with some AAU programs around there I'll be close and just yeah closer to home which I've really wanted Uh, I've loved my four years out in Nebraska but I just thought it was time to come back to Iowa and be closer to friends and family and get to go to some of the things that I've missed out on these last four years is that the toughest thing playing as far away from home as you did the Mm -hmm. the missing that you got you got family members that were Mm -hmm. still playing and stuff and maybe not being able to follow them as much as you'd like yeah absolutely it was tough and I know it's probably harder on them than it is on me because they 
they really want to come watch me play, <laughs> and it sometimes it just doesn't work playing further away like that. But it it was hard uh, for a little while, but. Um, uh, just going as as you get older, you kind of know what what to what and what to expect and what not to expect. So I'm um, just glad to be back, uh, coming back to Iowa and be closer to home. So four weeks, you said left to school. What's mm-hmm. what what are you looking to do there? Uh, what's the game plan over the next four weeks? Graduate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, finish out uh, finish out my degree. It's been a long uh, long, but at the same time, it's been a fast four years, and I'm I'm really excited to finally get that piece of paper because it's been a it's been a lot of hard work being a student athlete these past four years, and it does mean it will mean something to me getting that getting that degree and um, saying I graduated. So as as a student athlete, we have a lot of student athletes on here, but talk about that. Mm-hmm. What is the grind of trying mm-hmm. to play college sports? And that's not an easy major to go into. So mm-hmm. the classes have got to be important to you as well. Yeah. It's a whole different beast. Um, it's 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 a lot of fun at the same time. Very rewarding. It will teach you a lot of things that can't be taught. Uh, time management, uh, responsibility, uh, communication is huge. Like having to communicate to professors and tell them when you're gone, when you're not going to be gone. Tell them you might miss something. Uh, it's just uh, the responsibility that comes along with being a student athlete is very challenging. But at the same time, I wouldn't I wouldn't have wanted it any different. Uh, I think it it has made me a better person it has forced me to get out of my comfort zone these past four years and I'm a huge believer in that getting out of your comfort zone will give you a lot of benefits after in life so I'm glad I did it uh was it easy no but am I glad I did it yes well Parker I appreciate you coming in today uh, hopefully you had a happy Easter with the family mm-hmm. uh best of luck coming up the next four weeks and, and down in Des Moines hopefully we'll see you around someday yep. and, and around <laughs> some basketball yep absolutely thank you for having me Jeff appreciate you, it you bet Parker baiting again a former Kemper night again played basketball out at Nebraska Kearney. We'll be back with more Sports Rewind coming up next here on KCIM. Great interview with Jeff there and Parker Bating. Still to come, of course, Peyton Gross. We'll be talking about a little BB softball as she uh, finishes up her senior season there in Storm Lake. But, you know, we got to say hello to our great friends at Carroll Lumber. They're getting ready for spring and they're getting ready for summer. I mean, let's face it, spring hasn't been exactly great. It's been muddy, it's been rainy, it's been snowy, and that just takes a toll on your carpets in in your home. So if you're ready to just move on, replace it, invest in some great carpet, that is Dream Weaver Carpet with the help of Carol Lumber with locations all over the area. No matter where you live, they've got a location near you. Wall Lake, Lakeview, Odebolt, and right here in Carroll. Now, Dreamweaver, it's got pure color technology. It means it's dyed completely through. It won't give you wear spots or bleach out from spot cleaning or sun fade. None of that stuff will happen when you invest in Dreamweaver carpets with the help of Carol Lumber, located in, uh, once again, Wall Lake, Lakeview, Odebolt, and Carroll. If you've got something coming up, whether it's graduation or maybe you uh, re- just want to update the home. Want to give it that fresh new look. Talk to the great folks at Carol Lumber and they'll help you out. As the athletes at your house prepare for hard work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed healthcare professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services at 794-5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab.
We're back here on KCIM Sports or Rewind, joined by a very special guest right now, former ICAM Manning Wolf and current at Beaver up at Buena Vista. We've got Peyton Gross on the line with us here today. Peyton, thanks for joining us here today. How you been doing? Hi, I've been doing good. I've, we have two weeks left of class, and you know, softball season is from full swing, and pretty excited about this year. I, I got to chuckle. You said two weeks left of class. That sounds like you're pretty excited to be done with class, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'm pretty excited to be done with class. <laughs> Let's start with that then. How's school been going for you? Starting to wrap up things for your four years there. So um, what's kind of the mindset? How you planning on getting through these next couple of weeks? Um, you know, pretty much I'm just taking like week by week. Um, on Wednesday this week we have beautification, or not Wednesday, Thursday this week we have beautification day, so we don't have classes on Thursday. So that makes it a little easier. Um, you know, of course, I have games sprinkled in throughout the week, so I'm missing classes on those days. <laughs> so really I just have to t uh, stay on top of my classwork when, you know, I, I'm missing class. But that has been a problem for me so far, and I'm excited to kind of wrap up my four years here at BB. Talk about what it's like to be an athlete. You just mentioned that you're missing classes. You're probably not there on test day sometimes. So how do you deal with that and still be as successful in the classroom as you've been? Um, the professors here at BV, they're very accommodating. And if you let them know that, um, you know, when we have games, um, they're very accommodating and they'll allow you to um, kind of work, they'll work around your schedule and it's really just communicating with your professors. And, um, you know, that's something I've learned to do very well here at BV. And, um, you know, it's just a part of being a student athlete is being able to communicate and stay on top of your schoolwork. What are you majoring in? What's the future for you uh, once you get out of school? I am majoring in business. And then here at BV, you can choose um, areas to concentrate in. So I have concentrations in finance and management. And then I also have an accounting minor. And so right now I'm in the process of uh, going to job interviews. And I have a, a couple of job offers right now. And I'm still deciding on what exactly I want to do after school. But um, probably here in the next couple of weeks, I'll, I'll figure out what job I want to take. Is it hard for you to imagine that you're at that point of your life already where your job interviewing and, and, and everything's going to change? Yeah, it, it, the time has flown by, especially since sophomore year um, when we had, obviously, the COVID year. I feel like I'm an eternally a freshman because <laughs> um, <laughs> just because my sophomore year, like, I didn't really have one. So it's crazy that the time has flown by this fast. As far as the finance and, and business, do you want to end up somewhere close back to this area of the state where you grew up down in the, the Manila-Irwin area, or are you open to kind of go wherever the jobs take you? Um, I mean, I'm open to staying around, um, you know, back home. Obviously, if I could get a job back home, I could save a little money, you know, living at home for a couple years. Um, but I do kind of want to... Um, go to a bigger city, so I'm looking at the Des Moines and Ankeny area. Well, we wish you the best of luck with that and, and the job offers for you. Let's flip over now to softball. You kind of mentioned the COVID year here a couple of years ago. How crazy was that to go through that, and how much does that impact? You even kind of talked about you feel like you're internally a freshman because of it, but <laughs> how much of, of an impact has that had on you and your career? Um, I guess since it was my sophomore year, um, I was able to have a pretty normal um, last two seasons. 
so um, I'm grateful that it happened earlier in my career rather than later. But, um, you know, it, it sucks to miss out on one of those years that, um, you know, many other college athletes before me didn't have to go through. Um, but I'm just grateful that it happened earlier rather than later, and I still got two of my best years um, to play sports. How did you keep yourself kind of in pitching form, kind of staying strong through all of that, and, and what kind of work did you put in during that year where you didn't get a chance to play? Um, well, as you know, my mom is a college, or not college, is a high school softball coach, yep. and um, we can just go down to the fields in Irwin, and there's turf in the batting cages that I can um, that I use to pitch off of, so, you know, in my downtime that I had during the spring of that um, season, I, me and my mom would just go down to the cages and I would pitch whenever I was bored, which is pretty often. And, <laughs> you know, it's awesome having a mom as a softball coach that could help me keep, keep me in shape. Peyton, you came in, had a great year back in 2019. Uh, you, you led all their pitchers in ERA. You picked up 11 wins that year. How did you feel walking in there, and, and, and how were you able to have so much success so early in your career? Um, I remember right before my freshman year of college, um, my mindset going into it was, um, you know, I'm going to try my best, and if I don't get a play, then – I guess that's okay, but I'm going to try my best. And if I do get a play, that means I obviously deserve the spot. So that was some, I mean, I had some confidence going into that season, but, um, you know, I had really good teammates that were very supportive. Um, my roommate was also a pitcher. So it was really cool to have a roommate who was a pitcher that could share the same experiences that I had. Have you been able to have that through most of your career? Or has your roommate changed on you? And or is it just another, you know, softball player now? Yeah, so I've had the same roommate um, since freshman year, and we actually live with a group of several other softball players now. Well, that's got to be really nice for you. Um, talk about how you've developed as a pitcher from your freshman year now to your senior season. How have you grown? And I'm sure confidence probably a big part of that. Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things from freshman year to uh, senior year is that I've been able to um, – progress myself in the weight room, that's something that really has helped me and something that I encourage all athletes to do is to put in the time in the weight room, and that's really going to help you with your sport. But also, um, you know, finding a good group of friends and teammates that are really supportive, that will help you on your bad days, and you'll be able to help them on your bad days, and that can go as far as, um, you know, practicing as far as anything can go. Eight and five for you so far this year with an ERA at 3.41. You, you've had 13 starts so far this year. What has stood out for you about your performance and your team's performance to this point of the season? I would say one of the things that's really stood out to me is um, we have a great group of freshmen that are very versatile, and we've had we've been able to have a lot of people play a lot of different positions. Um, you know, that's something that's been very important to us this season is we've just been able to move people around. You know, if someone's not performing at the plate or if someone's not doing as great in the field, we can move people around. Um, and then pitching-wise, we have three pitchers, and we all get along very well, and we're able to, um, you know, help each other if we're having a hard time or we're able to switch each other out. And that's something that's also been key during the season. 
Do you feel like uh, there's differences between you pitchers? Do you, are you all kind of unique or are you all very similar? Uh, and do you think that works as an advantage for you and the team? I think that we all um, have our differences, which is very good. Um, we're not the same type of pitcher. Um, and, you know, that's really important when you only have three pitchers on your staff is that we all bring something different, you know, um, one of our pitchers is more outside. One of them works lower. I typically work higher. Um, you know, that's something that's very important, and that's worked very well for our team. Have you changed much as a pitcher from when you were in high school? You were high then, the way, if I remember correctly. Um, it kind of sounds like you've stayed that, but where do you feel like you've changed as a pitcher? I feel like one of the main things is that I just improved um, in speed overall and um Obviously, that's major as a pitcher. But other than that, I feel like I've stayed, you know, like my pitches have stayed pretty consistent. But it's the speed aspect, I would say, is the biggest factor. What's the difference facing college hitters? You faced some really good hitters while you were in high school, but college hitters, are they're different. So what's the biggest difference you've noticed in college hitters? I would say that college hitters, they have a much better eye and they're much more picky on their pitch selection. Um, and that's something that has been um, more challenging, obviously, in college is because you can't, you can't just expect them to um, swing and miss at a rise ball if it's up and out of the zone. Um, they're not going to swing at that. So it's something that you have to keep in mind. Um, and I'd say that's the biggest difference between high school and college. 20 and 10 on the season this year. You guys 4 and 4 right now in the conference as you mentioned, 8 games left in the regular season before the conference tournament. You've had some big wins against some ranked teams this year. Um so this team playing really well. Um you've also traveled some. You've been down to Tucson to an invite down there. You've been down to Texas as well. Um talk about what you guys got to accomplish do you think these last couple of weeks and then kind of a spin off on that. Where are some of your favorite places you've played uh, in the last 4 years? Um, so I guess how we've been like the last couple of weeks is, um, you know, at the beginning of the season, I would say that, um, we had a few more hiccups in defense, but I would say right now our defense is probably as solid as it's ever been. Um, you know, some, and some of my favorite places that we've been over the last four years, um, I always love going down to Arizona because it's always beautiful weather. It's never raining when we're down there most of the time, except for sophomore year, of <laughs> course. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, Arizona, because it's just a beautiful temperature. It's like mid-60s when we were down there, you know, not too hot, not too cold. Um, we also went to St. Louis. Um, that was fun just because it's a little farther south. And it's not something somewhere we typically go. Um, we went there last year. Um, since we didn't get to go to um, Arizona for spring break. So we went to St. Louis, and that was fun because um, I remember we also got to kind of tour St. Louis a little bit since it was kind of our spring break trip. But I would say Arizona and St. Louis were my favorite places. Peyton, um, heading into the tournament here very soon, um, you, you kind of got highlighted here as well uh, with your mom. You brought her up being a, your high school coach. Um, what's that been like and what's the attention been like since a BV kind of highlighted you and your mom and, and both of your guys' histories at BV? Um, it's really cool having um, my mom be a BVU softball alumni um, just because – 
coming like coming in as a freshman, she already had a love for BBU. And, um, you know, she already knew a bunch of other alumni that I didn't know. Um, but it was really cool to have a mom who's a high school coach who's able to follow me to college and watch all my games. Obviously, it's very different for her watching my games rather than coaching them. Yep. Um, usually, if you come to the games, you'll see her, and she has a camera, and she's always taking pictures. And I think that's because she needs something to occupy her during the game <laughs> <laughs> just because she can't coach. So. Yeah, I think that's that's good for her. You mentioned getting to travel where it's a little warmer down south. Uh, you guys scheduled, we're talking to you here on a Tuesday morning on Rewind. Um, you know, you've got games at Simpson coming up later on today. You're hoping anyway they got some snow as we did. What's it like playing spring softball at the college level and, and having to deal with weather almost all the time? You know, something that our coach always says is you have to be able to roll with the punches. Um, and that's more prevalent in college softball than I feel like any other sport, especially in the Midwest. Um, and I would say that um, one of the things that you really have to keep in mind when playing spring softball in the Midwest is you have to always bundle up and dress for the weather. So, like, when you're down south, you don't really have to, you know, keep an extra set of mittens in your bag. You don't have to always have hand warmers on you. Um, but that's something that I definitely learned in college softball, especially when I didn't have to even worry about weather usually in high school because we played in the summer. What are you hoping for here in these last couple of weeks of the regular season? Uh, do you feel like you guys can sweep these last eight games? I have high hopes of sweeping the last um, the last set of games. Um, so far we've been splitting with everyone, but every game that we've split, we have had – a chance at winning, and some of those games we should have won, um, you know. But I think that we can play with anyone, and especially going into the last couple of games, I think we have a lot of momentum going, and we're really eager to sweep these next few teams. One last question: Coaching in your future for the game of softball or some other sport? <laughs> I would love to say yes, but unfortunately. I am not much of a coach on the coaching aspect. I have a more of a love for the game, and um, you know that's where me and my mom are kind of dissimilar. She loves playing the game, and she loves coaching the game. I'm not as great on the coaching side, I would say. <laughs> well, Peyton, it's been a lot of fun catching up with you. I hope you get your games in with uh, Simpson. We wish you the best of luck, and hopefully you guys make it into that national tournament uh, and, and your senior season extends a little longer. Thank you. Peyton Gross again joining us again, the former ICAM Manning Wolf, again currently pitching uh, for softball up at Buena Vista. We'll be back right after this. And let's wrap things up here on KCIM Sports Rewind with Sports Director Jeff Blankman. Great catching up with two former athletes that have done very well on the next level. Yeah, and two really well-spoken kids. You can tell the education part of their college four mm -hmm. years was as important to them as the athletic part of it. Uh, and uh, just just great kids. Yeah, construction engineer and accounting. There is no uh, no gimme classes going on. Yeah, there. no. There ain't no basket weaving going on there. Yeah, no. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do either one. Let's just put yeah. it that way. Yeah, those jobs would be my 
my nightmare jobs. I'll, <laughs> I'll stick with my day job of being on the air. Uh, we've got a decent day for sports. Going to be a windy one and a cold one, but at least there's no rain out there. Yeah, and, and, and it'll be, I think, maybe the first time all season that we might have athletics two days in a row um, this spring season, which is crazy. But we have had one postponement. Um, got a message from Chaps Wilkie up at uh, ESAC earlier this morning uh, that uh, ESAC girls and boys golf at West Bend Mallard. Sounds like that one is going to be postponed. Otherwise, the schedule is clear and ready to go today. So I know a lot of the track coaches excited to get a track meet in tonight. Yeah, I bet. And Thursday looks like a fantastic day. I mean, I'm not sure if we're going to have a whole lot of sports scheduled for that day, but Wednesday's the rainy day, but Thursday looks like a phenomenal day. One good day coming up really for sports. First good day maybe in the month of April. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, so yeah, and we're it, it's going to be a busy day. I know Carol High hosting another track meet here in town, so looking forward to having a good day for that. All right, check out their sports schedules at sports.1380kcim.com or check out the social media with uh, Carol Broadcasting Sports Network. Just search that and look for a podcast of this program coming up here in just a few more minutes on the website and mobile app.